1: Let's rely on someone who's down the belly of the beast. Bobby Belt, 105 3, the fan, Dallas Cowboys insider. Bobby, I'm sure everyone's just sitting there saying, it's okay. It's okay. We won the World Series. It's okay, right? Everyone's fine, right? Yeah. Nope, no problem. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. This is a Texas Rangers town. Always (laughs) has been, always will be. They carry the ratings, uh, you know, so that's that's the big deal here. The Texas Rangers, we're Uh, still holding on to that.
1: All right, so how chaotic is it down there right now? Set the scene. Uh, You
2: know, there's there's a little bit of a calm, and and, and the Cowboys did this a couple years ago when they fired Jason Garrett, where... Everybody was was kind of waiting for something to happen, some big explosion post game where Jerry comes out here and gives us one of his famous, you know, firebrand quotes, or we hear you know stuff leak out that night or the next morning. And the Garrett thing ended up lasting for about four or five days while they kind of evaluated things. And I get the sense we're we're kind of in the same holding pattern here where they're gonna evaluate some things, they're gonna do exit interviews, and we may not hear anything on the future of Mike McCarthy until, you know, Thursday, Friday, something like that. But there is a lot of you know, chatter and expectation and and curiosity, I think, surrounding this team right now, just from analysts and fans and everybody else. But, you know, I think the overwhelming thought at this point is that if you were going to lean one way, people at this point are expecting that Mike McCarthy will be fired.
0: All right, so then let's cut right to the chase because the reason we're having
1: you on here, W-E-E-I in Boston... Besides, you're an excellent person. And, oh, yeah, of and you're And you're highly educated and excellent at your job. Well, but. that's baked in. It's Bobby Bell. Okay.
0: It's baked in. We, we, we yeah, know that. of course. But
1: the yeah, reason we have... The ranger's take. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but the reason we have is not only is McCarthy definitely securely on the hot seat right now, but Bill Belichick is a free agent. He is not currently employed. The Patriots moved on from him on Thursday. Um... Your perspective, your thought on the potential pairing of Belichick in Dallas and also what the vibe on that is down there and if people would uh, would like to see that or if they'd like to see it potentially go elsewhere.
2: You know, there's an interesting split, I think, when Belichick comes up. And that's and among the fans. And I think if you were to privately talk to people within the Cowboys organization and just ask, you know, poll some individuals there and just say, hey, let's say Mike gets fired, Bill Belichick, how would you feel about that? I think, surprisingly, you'd have, like, a a faction that would say, yes, gung-ho, bring it on. This is the type of coach we need. We need somebody who's going to keep us disciplined and everything else. And then I think there's another portion that would be a little hesitant and would say, look, Belichick's going to kind of want things his way. Uh, you know, this isn't a guy to necessarily come in and push you over the top, push a group over the top. He'll want to kind of potentially tear things down, build them back up to his specifications. And so it would feel like taking a step back. Uh, And I know that, you know, they've built a, a very strong roster, and it's due in large part to Will McClay and the scouting staff that he has here in Dallas. And I think that there would be a natural tension there potentially with, with, Bill's ideas on personnel, what Bill wants, and and then what the scouting staff would want, and so if there would be any friction there, that might cause some opposition from people within the building. Now, ultimately, it's all up to Jerry Jones. If Jerry Jones wants Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick wants to be here, it will it'll happen, and then no sort of protests from anybody, I think, will will matter at that point. Um, but I do think that there will be there would be some people that would probably issue some concerns, not not outright objections, but issue some concerns and just say, hey, is this the best fit for what we do here? And that's not even getting to the point of, does Bill Belichick potentially have any reservations about how things operate here in Dallas? Everything you hear from people uh, around the Cowboys and, and close to Jerry Jones is that Jerry is very high on Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick is very high on Jerry. They have a good relationship, uh, and that extends to Stephen Jones as well. Uh, Bill has a good relationship with Stephen. And so uh, I, I think that they – would absolutely consider working with each other. I don't think that that's something that's off the table. It's not this impossible relationship, but I think there are other factors there that other parts of the organization would have questions about.
1: Cowboys insider, Bobby belt of one Oh five three, the fan in Dallas joins us on the Harbor one hotline. And, and so Bobby, one of the things or a big problem with the bill Belichick dynamic here was picking the players. And you had made mention that the Cowboys have picked very, very good players. Who ultimately has the final say in terms of picking those players? When you you credited the roster, you did not credit Jerry Jones, and I don't think Jerry Jones is probably going out and and breaking down and scouting everything, but this this is sort of the gray area that we lived here in New England, which Bill Belichick, how much say did he have when they picked a kicker in the fourth round? What is the dynamic like there? And if it has worked so well, why would you change anything?
2: So the Cowboys have a very unique, at least from the draft. So so free agency is a different question. But free, in terms of the draft, there is a really thorough, unique scouting process that the Cowboys go through. And they've got a, a unique structure relative to the rest of the NFL. So it's it's like this proprietary formula almost that they consider it and, and the way that they work. And so uh, strong scouting staff. That then works with Will McClay, who is essentially their, you know, is is in essence the role of general manager at a lot of teams, but here in Dallas, he's just senior uh, vice president, of player personnel, and so Will McClay helps kind of build their draft board and then present everything. And then when they sit down in the room, it is, you know, draft board is up there, they've got their player stack, and it's. Mike McCarthy, uh, Will McClay, and Stephen Jones kind of making their points with maybe scouts or coaches coming in and arguing for certain players. And then Jerry Jones takes in all the information and, you know, tells them which direction to go. Now, Jerry is has, has changed a lot in 20 years. You know, 20 years ago, he was dictating a lot more than I think he is now. Now he's kind of taking in more information gathering a consensus and then just ruling on what he is sensing the consensus is. So Jerry gets credit for ultimately building the consensus and presenting it, but it is a, a number of people who who contribute to the process, and I think the biggest voice in the room, the most influential voice when Jerry's taking in that information is Will McClay. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far,
1: it is kind.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
1: The Midwest League home run league.
0: We and we're with uh, Bobby Belt here from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas talking uh, Belichick, Dallas Cowboys, the the whole nine yards between that connection. So uh, the one other thing I want to get to here with you with with Dallas is Dak Prescott because um, mm-hmm. Dak is obviously you know he's on he's on a, a large deal. I, I forget how much you know better than us how, how many uh, how many years are left on his contract, but he's owed a lot of money. And I'm curious mm-hmm. uh, your thoughts on Prescott whether they do make a coaching change, whether they do stick with McCarthy. I mean, Dak was obviously one of the better quarterbacks in football for the entire regular season, finally was limiting turnovers you know, through 30-plus touchdowns this year. But once again, they come up short in the postseason. And I don't think that's all on Dak. Obviously, that the defense was a relative sieve yesterday on that uh, Jordan Love offense. But I guess your thoughts on Dak and uh, what they should do at quarterback moving forward, and if if you think he'll still be uh, the quote-unquote future with, with the Cowboys.
2: So, I am a big proponent of Dak Prescott. I'm, you know, there, there's a, a lot of negative talk that's been around. I, I've always been a believer in what Dak okay. has done since he's been here and believe in the trajectory and believe in. Not just who he is as quarterback, but the, the intangibles and how uniquely that's applied within being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that that's not something you can easily find anywhere else. So it's a, it's a very rare trait that when coupled with his football talent, I think makes him a rare commodity. Um, he has a year left on his contract, a massive damn near $60 million cap hit coming up in the off season. They cannot carry that into the off season. So what they are faced with essentially is they are going to have to give them an extension this off season, just to massage that number, do something with it. Um, and so naturally with that, they're probably locked in for another couple of years because Dak has all the leverage here from state financial standpoint. When you just look at the books, that's where it is. Now, if Dak Prescott was a free agent and and money was no factor would they be evaluating some things? Potentially, um, just like they're evaluating things with Mike McCarthy. Because in the playoffs, this has been an issue the last three years. You, you had two horrible games against San Francisco, and you have this collapse against the Green Bay Packers. That, that starts to raise questions about, is the stage too big for you? And that's not generally been a question about Dak in terms of mental toughness and, and his preparedness for games. But these three games, I think, have just made people pause a little bit and say, is there just a, a, a level of – you know, playoff choker here. Um, and that's a fair question to ask. It's something that Dak is really going to have to work to, I think, reverse the narrative on moving forward. And, and it's a label that right now is probably fair to stick. Um, but when you're left on the deal, they're going to have to extend him just to get the financial flexibility they need. Maybe they try to build some escape hatches within the, the language of the contract or the structure of the contract. But I would say it's really difficult to see him, them moving on from him anytime in the next two years, essentially.
1: All right, Bobby, we're taking a deep breath. All right, everybody, Everybody. the, the, the adrenaline has been rushing in, throughout Dallas ever since the loss, probably ever since the first quarter yesterday. But now we're looking at the Dallas Cowboys, and we mentioned Belichick. We mentioned Dak Prescott. Bobby Belt of 105.3, the fan. You're the GM. You're the guy. You're Jerry Jones. Congratulations. Tell me, thank you. Tell me, you're welcome. So at least I can do. Uh, we pay in t-shirts and smiles and GM positions. Uh, but oh, t- t- tell me, tell me how to fix the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe it's Belichick. Maybe it's a new quarterback. Maybe it's something else. But we, you have to fix what what needs to be fixed. They can't have the same results. Results business. How do you fix
2: things? Yeah, I mean they've got so much talent. Um, the the problem this is one of the things that we've said consistently over 105 through the fan this year. Dallas just as a talent base, they have a top five roster in the NFL. They are one of the five most talented teams in the NFL. They are one of the ten dumbest teams in the NFL. They are a stupid football team in a lot of ways. They they make bad mental errors. They're just usually so talented that they can overcome a lot of it or, or they're blowing teams out. So the little details don't matter as much. Um, and, and then when, you know, you step up and you get in a close game, they are really accentuated when you, or when you're going up a really smart or, or tough football team, then it, it really shows up there. So I, I think that they've got to become – more a more disciplined football team. They've got to get better, at, you know, attention to details. They got to become tougher. There, there, there are times they've improved from the last couple of years when San Francisco really punched them in the mouth uh, two years ago, but this, you know, there there were still issues at the end of the year in terms of their toughness and their physicality. And the run defense has been a problem for several years now. They just their linebackers take bad reads, you know, step in the wrong gap, and it just creates these massive issues. So, I would say they really need to strengthen the linebacker core figure out the run defense a little bit. And then honestly, they, they need a culture change. Cause I, I'm not saying this is the reality of what happened, but when you watch the, the game on TV yesterday, did that not look to you guys? Like that is the way a team would play. If they were trying to get their coach fired, like, <laughs> like, if I asked 53, 53 players, get your coach fired, they would play like that. Now that may not be what they were actually doing, but that's what it looks like they were doing. And so I, I think that there just needs to be, A shift in this culture, I I think they honestly need a little bit of a drill sergeant. And I know we've thrown out the name Belichick here. Honestly, I think a name that if they were to move on from Mike McCarthy, Bears watching, that that would fit and check a lot of boxes of what they're looking to change, uh, is another name that's relevant in New England, and that would be Mike Vrabel. I think Vrabel would get get some serious interest from them.
1: All right, Bobby Belt, 105.3 The Fan, Dallas Cowboys insider. Man, I know that things are busy. Things are popping there. I, we really appreciate you taking the time. You offered a perspective, which we desperately needed. Believe me, Bobby, we desperately needed this. This is the, this is the epicenter of the football world today, Dallas. So, congratulations on the Rangers World Series win, by the way.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to say, it's not that busy a time. You caught us in the Rangers offseason. Take care, We're Nathan for us. We're- yeah, yeah. We're sitting here just trying to evaluate which uh, pitcher that needs Tommy John we're going to sign next <laughs> so that we can have a whole rotation that comes back in July.
1: See, if Jerry Jones owned both teams, they would sign Jordan Montgomery today to take all the heat off the Cowboys. So there you go. Uh, although That's that would the work. move. <laughs> all right, Bobby. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Beth. All right. Bobby Belt, 105.3 of the game. Oh, I'm sorry, the fan uh, in Dallas. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.